Are you ready for a travel adventure? How about an exciting trip to Venice or an exhilarating experience in Bangkok? Maybe you were more about a culinary adventure in Barcelona or just a relaxing day cruising the canals of Amsterdam. Join the Professor Travel as he invites you on an epic excursion, one that has you traveling the globe with him. Come and experience a world of culture, a world of history and architecture, a world of food and experiences to broaden your mind and save you time and money as you travel. Learn more, discuss more, travel more, and enjoy life more. And now your host, The Professor Travel. Greetings, students, and welcome to this special edition of The Professor Travel Domestic Edition. I am your host, The Professor Travel, coming to you from Orange County, California. This is the website, the vlog, and the podcast that you come to in order to learn more about different travel destinations. This is where we come as a community in order to discuss more. Hopefully, this will inspire you to travel more and ultimately to enjoy life more. Now, you can join me on a variety of different social media platforms, starting, of course, with my website, which is at theprofessortravel.com, on YouTube, on Facebook, and now on TikTok, you can reach me there at the Professor Travel. On Instagram, if you're an Instagrammer, you can find me there at the underscore Professor underscore Travel. If you're a Twitter, -er -er, then you can find me on Twitter at the Professor TR1. And then finally, if you're a blogger, you can find me on Blogspot at the Professor Travel. .blogspot.com. Today, I am joined by our visiting professor, Dahlia Major. How you doing, Dahlia? What's going on? Hi, Scott. Hi, Professor Travel. <laughs> Welcome back again. I'm doing again. well. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for coming back again. I really appreciate it. Uh, when last we spoke to you, we did a review of Thailand. Thank you. And that was I such had a so much fun the first time. Oh, I, yeah, it's fantastic. We really enjoyed your, your interview from last time. And because you and I are both in the state of California, this is going to be a little bit of a review on our domestic edition in the state of California. But before we go into that, a couple of things. Number one, this picture that you have on the screen here is so adorable. Can you share a little bit about what where was this picture done or what was this picture I'd from? love to. This was one of my favorite trips. Um, I think it was two years ago. Um, I actually went to Ecuador for a conference for work. And so while I was there, I said, you know what? I'm going to book a trip to the Galapagos. So after my work conference, I did a week in the Galapagos in Santa Cruz. And that was me before heading out to do like the most amazing day of snorkeling in an area called Pinzon. Um, but look how happy I am. I want to travel again. <laughs> I know, right? It's so... We are stuck in COVID nightmare land right now. And just there, I, everyone I talk to just wants to get out. But maybe if we can encourage some people to enjoy some of the domestic travel right now, there might be some options for them as well. So if anyone wants to come down to San Diego, you could do this here. We have so many <laughs> sea lions walking around and running around in La Jolla. So you could have this picture yourself if you come to San Diego. Oh. I think there's some safety concerns about the sea lions, though. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, in, a, in a controlled environment, though, it's probably a lot. You can get close, but maybe not that close. Yes, and there are some places I know. There's there's something I've been trying to get with um, for my husband. There's a there's a, like a little thing you can get, and I think it's down towards the San Diego area, in fact, which is a swimming with otters experience, where you can go into like a hot tub, and they have like little baby otters that'll swim with you in the hot tub. It's adorable. 
That's so cute. I know, right? Um, now, for the benefit of my students who are listening, um, can you maybe talk to us a little bit about uh, some of your educational background and in addition to Ecuador, some of the other places that you've traveled before as well? Sure, yeah. So um, I actually work for the University of San Diego and the Director of Admissions and Outreach for one of the graduate schools, uh, School of Leadership and Education Sciences. Um, so my, my background's been in higher ed for 20 plus years. Uh, my educational background, I have my bachelor's in business marketing and my MBA. Um, thinking about a PhD, not quite there yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Which nice. I could do through my institution, but probably not for another year or so. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm kind of enjoying some me time right now. So I'm like, I know that that's going to be a huge commitment. So we'll see. And then I know you've been to Ecuador and Thailand. Other places you've been? Ah, yes. So as far as travel, I was really lucky, like with my position um, to be able to travel a lot. Uh, so some of the those trips included... Uh, Thailand a couple times. Um, I went to Dubai, United Arab Emirates. Um, where else did I go? I went to Rome. You went to Italy, uh, right? Yeah, I went to Rome, Italy, um, Ecuador. I'm missing some places. Uh, I went to Guatemala in the last year or two. Um, did you go to Vietnam? I did go to Vietnam. You're right. I went to Vietnam and then I went to Rome. Um I'm sure there's a couple others in there. Yeah. Well, it's all... I've been lucky. Yeah, I've been lucky. The last, like, four or five years, I've been able to travel quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. Yeah. It's it's one of those things that... I think when you when you get out into the world, you experience the culture and everything that goes along with it. It's such a rewarding experience, and I really enjoy it. I've I've gotten to enjoy it more and more as the years have gone on. So, um, so but today we're going to talk a little bit about our wonderful state, which is the state of California. Now, uh, this is going to be a little bit different than uh, most of the domestic edition podcasts because I'm actually going to join as part of the visiting professorship in, in this and, and and talk a little bit about some of the things here as well. So. For the benefit of my viewers, we're going to talk a little bit about history. Um, now, California, um, obviously the Native American population has been here for close to twenty-five to 30,000 years uh, by some of the research that's been done. Um, but then about the mid-15th century, Spanish explorers started coming up around um, South America. And so that's when they started to uh, find some of the areas. And San Diego was one of them that they that they perused by as they were starting to go along the coastline here. Uh, but they didn't really stay that long in the San Diego area. Instead, they stayed in mostly in the Baja area. And they had a couple of minor um, areas that they picked up supplies or, or traded with some of the, the natives, but they didn't really stay here. They really went more, again, uh, moving uh, west and uh, really populating the Philippines, and, and that's where a lot of the Spanish uh, population was. Uh, then a couple of hundred years after that, actually not even a couple hundred years, about 150, yeah, no, it was about, about 200 years, the Philippine um, uh uh, uh, contingency along with the Spanish contingency came over oh, back over to California and started populating the area of Southern California and a little bit of the Sandy uh, as not only San Diego, but also up in the San Francisco area. And then, so then 
at, because there's a, a huge Catholic influence within the Spanish population, you started to see missions popping up and down the coastline. Um, and missions were, uh, obviously, you would have a friar, but then you'd also have some military people as well that would be guarding those missions. And um, so they would be either... Um, working with the native population or unfortunately sometimes coercing the native population in order to help uh, with food supplies and things like that. Um, and that continued uh, all the way through the 1800s, um, at least through the beginning of the 1800s. Then around 1844 up to about 1858, there was a huge gold find up in Northern California at Sutter's Fort. Um, that brought people from all over the country in order to start mining for gold. Um, it's really interesting to me because California is one of the few states that even as the Civil War started, um, they they declared themselves a free state. So they did not want to be associated with the South. They more aligned with the North. They made it, they ratified it in the constitution that they would not endorse slavery at all. Um, so it was one of those things that was really interesting that you would find people that would be over here. And it's a mix of, it's, it's been a mix of cultures ever since it's evolved in the statehood from the 1850s onward. Um, and so it, it, it's been really quite interesting. Then as you get into the 1900s, you're starting to see immersion of um, things in the Hollywood area. Uh, you're starting to see the movie industry starting to pop up. You're starting to see a lot of different uh, draws, not just locally in California, but worldwide. And it's capturing the ideas and the imagination of a lot of people as they continue to develop. Um, they started to develop a electric rail system throughout the state of California uh, from the early 1900s until about the Great Depression. And then um, Henry Ford uh, of Ford Motors ended up buying up a lot of the rail systems and just dismantled them. And why, you may ask? Because he wanted to promote cars in the state of California. It was a large population. Um, and he continued to focus on that as, as we went along moving forward. Um, as we went into the 1950s, uh, there was this whole idea of California dream. And the California dream was to have people come out and really get involved, uh, you know, build, build that, build that house, build, you know, you can, you can, you can have whatever you want. It's in the state of California. It was the dream um, that also coupled with Eisenhower and the development of the uh, highway system throughout the state of California. And, um, you know, just a variety of different things over the course of the years. Uh, it's, you know, we've had a couple of presidents that have come from California, including Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan um, that that lived here and, and had a lot of, have a lot of stuff. But we have some of the major cities within the area. Um, other than that, have I really missed anything in terms of history, anything that was maybe a San Diego-specific history piece that you wanted to comment on? like specific San Diego history, like you were talking about how, you know, Hollywood started getting developed and San Diego at that time was a travel destination for Hollywood. So when you're here, there's still a lot of that history of like old Hollywood. When you go into hotels, um, you know, certain places here, here around town where you feel that kind of, it's been um, preserved, the old Hollywood uh, kind of aesthetic and, and everything, which is, it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's been such a wonderful, you know, time to live here. Um, and then in terms of the geography, you know, it's really interesting because California is one of those places that really has everything you could possibly want. It's got snow-capped mountains, it's got valleys, it's got national parks, 
it's got a huge coastline that has everything from surfing to skiing to snowboarding to you name it. Uh, it's It's got everything. It has massive cities, metropolis-level cities. Um, so if you're more of a city person, there's that here. If you're one of those people who likes ranches in the rural communities, there's that there. Uh, we have a robust agricultural community within the state as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of different things to 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 go from here in terms of the geography of the area. Um, we also have large deserts uh, as we get into some of the Eastern side of California. Um, the bordering States are the state of Oregon. Uh, we have the state of Nevada and Arizona. And then we also are unique in that we have a bordering country with us. And that's, that's Mexico. Um, other than that, anything else you would want to highlight about the geography of the state of California? Uh, I think, I mean, I think you covered it. That's one of the draws of coming here is that if you, like you said, if you, if you want beach, you can have beach. If, if oh, you, want, you want snow, there's snow. If you want desert, like you can have a little bit of everything. If you're willing to, you know, drive a little bit north, south, east, west, um, you can have it all. It's great. Yeah. Exactly. Now, let me let you take over this one really quick. In terms of the weather, what would you say is the weather here in California? How would you describe it? Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect, especially here in San Diego. San Diego is pretty much known for having perfect 72 degree weather all year. I mean, it's very, very rare for us to not have a sunny day. Um, and we don't get extremes and, you know, depending on where you are in California, there are going to be cooler temperatures. Um, maybe some areas that get a little bit more rain, but you're going to have sunshine. So if you you need sunshine and, um, you want to be outdoors and, and be able to like spend that time outside, it's perfect. Yeah. And I would say as you get closer to, it's, it's really interesting that our state is kind of divided into two sections. You have the Southern California region, which is, a, which is very much sunny almost all the time. And then as you get closer into the Northern California area, it does tend to get a little bit wetter, rainier, foggier, snowier. Um, so it's, it's, it's a huge climate shift, like right at the center of the California area. Mm-hmm. But beautiful. I mean, Southern California is beautiful you know, if you want beaches, um, and that kind of aesthetic. And then once you go North, more nature, you know, greenery, just, it's beautiful. It's breathtaking up North. It is, the weather will be a little different, but it's so beautiful. Yeah. And in fact, up North, you have the, the world famous Redwood National Forests, which are some of the largest trees in the world. But beyond that, you also have Yos- uh, Yosemite, um, and, um, uh, you know, uh, 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 Lake Tahoe and some of those areas too, which are just spectacular. So yeah, there's a lot of really wonderful things down here in Southern California. We have Joshua Tree National Forest, uh, which is again, a huge cacti forest, uh, which I don't necessarily think of a for- as a forest, but it kind of is. I mean, it's still growth and it's really quite amazing. So you have a lot of that. Now, when we get into the culture, uh, in terms of religion in the state of California, I tend to think of it as very progressive. Uh, it's always been very progressive. We have a mix of them, although the the majority of the states stemmed from either Native American religion and traditions uh, to the Spanish uh, conquerors, and they had the Catholic uh, religions that were here to start off with. But as the population has grown over the years, 
the religion within the area has become much more eclectic. I think, would you agree with that yeah. statement? Yeah, completely. I think um, California is great that there's space for everyone. So whatever religion someone practices, you'll likely hear you'll have a community. Like, you know, you have to kind of seek out your your community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's really, really diverse, which is which Yep, exactly. Then in terms of art, now I tend to think of art like the fine arts, uh, meaning either painting or sculpting and or dancing. Uh, and there's there's a number of museums in California, whether it's um, the the Getty in Los Angeles or the Norton Simon Museum, Bowers Museum here in Orange County, um, mm-hmm. Los Angeles Museum of Natural History, uh, uh, the La Brea Tar Pits, which is technically a museum as well. There's so many different museums within California, depending upon where you're at. But yeah. the art stems beyond that. I mean, one of the things that I think also in the, in the way of artistry is also acting and um, writing and, and things like that. Obviously, acting is one of the big things that stemmed in Southern California, starting in like Hollywood specifically, and motion pictures. Um, you have the Motion Picture Academy, which is located in Los Angeles and, and, and specifically a subset of that called Hollywood. Um, but yeah, there's just, there's huge amounts of art to appreciate within California. Yeah. Yeah. Even here in San Diego, even though San Diego's, you know, a bit smaller than let's say the, the Los Angeles area. I mean, we're still big. I think second largest. Oh yeah. Um, we do have a, a good art and culture um, uh, community here. And, you know, we have like Balboa Park is amazing. Balboa Park is like our central park um, with, you know, there's 15 museums, there's art galleries. Um, there's also the Old Globe Theater, which is incredible. And then if you get into La Jolla, we have the La Jolla Playhouse. And a lot of people don't know this, but the La Jolla, La Jolla Playhouse is usually um, where a lot of Broadway shows kind of do their test runs. Um, mm. Just kind of vet out everything, practice at the La Jolla Playhouse before they uh, move the show. And so a lot of times we get sneak peeks, which is great. Um, yeah. And like speaking of like just art, because San Diego is so close to the border, there is a really big influence, you know, from um, from Mexico. And so there's a lot of uh, there's like certain areas here in San Diego like Barrio Logan. Um, Barrio Logan has an amazing arts district, but it's more street art. So if you're into like street art and street graffiti and um, kind of local artists, like uh, a little more like of political social justice, like there's, there's that as well. So there's like the fine arts and then you've got like kind of the local community street art, which is really cool to see. When I also think about is music as well. And um, when I think of places like with different musical influence, obviously Louisiana, you have jazz up in uh, Seattle, you have um, the the garage band scene that started up there. But even in Southern California, back in the early nineties, you had third wave ska that was primarily out of Long Beach. And I got to, I got to, you know, grow up with a lot of those bands, um, you know, and I thought that was just like really super cool. <clears throat> but then you also have a lot of, um, you know, rap 
that started here in Southern California. Um, you know, you have West Coast rap and, you know, obviously Snoop Dogg and Public Enemy and a lot of different, you know, groups that are down in this area um, that started, I, I, I believe, uh, for the most part in, in just the general region. But we have a lot of different artists within the community yeah. here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. So um, for the most part, the language of California is also pretty eclectic, although, you know, English is readily the most common. There are huge populations of uh, Spanish speakers, um, Chinese, Vietnamese, Hindi, depending upon where you're at. Um, Any other ones I'm leaving out there? Um, I mean, again, really diverse and eclectic. Here in San Diego, you know, we're the furthest south. So, yes, Spanish speaking San Diego. I mean, everywhere you go in San Diego, people are going to speak Spanish. Um, we also have a really big uh, Asian community. And so like there's an entire area, uh, we call it Convoy Street, where it's Asian markets and Asian restaurants. And it's really incredible. Um, there's also in, down here in San Diego, there's a huge Middle Eastern community. So uh, you'll hear you know, Arabic, Chaldean, um, Farsi, like you get everything. Um, so it's again, the, the draws of like California and the of California, it's really special. And as we get up to Northern California, there there is a huge Asian influence that started at the turn of the century. Um, when the railroads were coming over uh, across country. One of the one of the major lines was uh, it, when they were trying to do the transcontinental railway system uh, was to head up towards the San Francisco area. And so, from one side, you had the continental groups that were moving towards the Rocky Mountains and trying to drill through the granite there. And on the other side, you had um, the groups from California, which were powered by the Asian community. And uh, so, you had a lot of people that were coming back and forth from China um, in order to be able to help with that. So, there's a huge Chinese influence that's been in the San Francisco area for a very long time. In fact, Chinatown in San Francisco is one of the largest Chinatowns in the country. Um, Probably competitive with, I would say, New York Chinatown. Um, Just like seriously huge, seriously developed, um, great grouping of people. And then obviously because of a lot of technology firms that are within the area, whether it's here in Irvine, which is in Southern California, or the Silicon Valley, um, you get a lot of people uh, that are transplants, uh, expats that are coming over from India, Pakistan, um, uh, some cases uh, Europe, uh, in order to do a lot of work here in the United States as programmers and um, utilizing their expertise. So there's a lot of different things there. Now, in terms of food, which is obviously one of my favorite subjects, (laughs) um, California California is known for a lot of different things. Sourdough bread got uh, one of its big starts up in the San Francisco area. Avocado, surprisingly, is one of those staples here in California. We have a huge grove of them all throughout the California area. Um, Second, probably only to France or a competitive with France in some cases is the wine industry in the state of California as well. Huge, huge, <laughs> huge industry. We've been there. We've done this. Before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, not, not to say that we're like alcoholics or anything, but we, we've had our fair share. So it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a good times. So it's been amazing. Um, fish tacos got their start here in Southern California. And then of course, in and out burgers is one of the staples for, you know, people here in the state of California, as much as like on the East Coast, where you have 
uh, White Castle Burgers is the, yeah. Yeah, are the big thing. They're the big draw there. When you get towards the south, you get things like Whataburger, which is also a big draw there. But here on the West Coast, In-N-Out Burger got its home start here in California. Um, is there any other like foods that I'm not thinking about that maybe are distinctly California for you? Uh, I mean, I think you touched on them. You're, you know, Mexican food out here. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be your Tex-Mex. It's not that. It's like, you know, it's it's so good, so fresh. Um, But yeah, like California specific, there's so many influences here that, you know, you can have every anything, anything you want. Like, you know, again, Asian Asian food is is kind of becoming more and more popular. Asian Pacific, um, as well. Like here, we've got streets just dedicated to ramen, and <laughs> like it's amazing. So if you're a ramen person, you want some ramen. Um, pho is really popular, but California specific, like In and Out. If you come out here, you have to have it. Mm-hmm. You can't resist it driving by. <laughs> well, that's it. That's you can get into the lines because the lines tend to be a little bit long at most of the in and outs that are around my area. So, so um, but apart from that, there's two other things that I think I didn't put on here that I want to make mention of. Uh, we do have a very big Japanese population out here. So big. So in fact, that we actually have a sushi roll name for us, which is the California roll. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that is another thing that spawned from California. And then um, not, a specific type of food, but a specific development type of food is something called California cuisine. And California cuisine is another thing where it's a, it's a hybridization of an existing cuisine like Italian or French or Chinese or Japanese. And then they, they maybe mix it with healthier ingredients or they, they zhuzh it up uh, with (laughs) distinctly California ingredients to change the menu and change it in such a way that it, it kind of, labels with California or mixes some of those uh, cuisines that are associated with California with the authenticness of the actual meal itself. Um, And then there's also California Pizza Kitchen that got started out here too, which is another one that's just huge in this area. Um, So, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things. Yeah. And also you were talking about agriculture, uh, uh, farm to table, you know, is massive out here. And so there is a really big emphasis on just like fresh, local, seasonal um, food. And you see a lot of that, you know, just anywhere you are here in California, particularly here, you know, in San Diego too. Um, but that kind of seasonal, local produce and, and foods, uh, it's just, you know, fresh and the menu is always changing and it's really good. And there's also a huge variety of seafood because we are such a huge coastal community. Um, But one thing I neglected to also mention is the huge candy industry out here as well. Two of the largest candy companies, uh, Seas Candies and uh, Ghirardelli, are both based out of California as well. And so you have, if you like chocolate, there's a lot of different options for you here. Um, You will get spoiled. It's it's, it's a thing. I'm sorry. Uh, But we have such a huge population that we just, we have a lot of different flavors that we like. Then in terms of sports teams, now we have a, I I highlight the Dodgers on here because they just won the World Series. So again, congratulations to them. I hope Los Angeles is really happy. But where I'm at and here in just in Orange County, we have a lot of different sports teams. We have the, uh, 
California Angels of Anaheim or the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, whatever they're going to call themselves now. They they were originally the Cal, they're originally the Angels of An, of, of Anaheim, and so that I grew up on them. I, they're one of my favorite teams, uh, you know. And so I hate when they change their names because it always drives me nuts. Uh, we also have the Mighty Ducks out of Anaheim. Uh, they're another big team. Um, and then we just recently got back the Rams here in California as well. Um, down in San Diego, you have a couple of sports teams as well, correct? Um, well, we have the Padres. So for baseball, we used to have the Chargers. <laughs> I think I think uh, they moved over to Orange County or Carson or something like that. I think so. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, soccer. Soccer big out here. Um yeah, um, we even have um, ice hockey. Ice hockey, surprisingly, <laughs> is, is popular. Who's your, who's your hockey team down in San Diego? Do you know who that is, or by the any chance? Goals. I think it's the San Diego Goals. Okay, like, and then as yeah. yeah, and we get up to Northern California, we have the San Jose Sharks. Uh, we have the um, the Forty Niners. Uh, mm-hmm. named after the gold rush and uh, the giants are also out of Northern California as well. The San Francisco giants. So, I mean, there's a variety of different sports teams to choose from tons of professional teams. And then on top of that, you have all the college teams that are here, including those like UCLA, USC. Uh, yeah. There's just amazing, amazing teams in terms of recreation though. This is where we, this is where I think California distinctive distinguishes itself from other States. We are size wise huge, but we also have entertainment, not just natural entertainment, but if we look at amusement parks, this is where you know you have the the you know you have Disneyland here, you have Knott's Berry Farm, you have Universal Studios, Hollywood, you have um, the world famous San Diego Zoo. Mm-hmm. I could not Magic yeah. Mountain, you have uh, Legoland, Legoland yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's so many different amusement parks to, that a person can go to and just really enjoy the rides, the roller coasters, all different types of things. Uh, we have a couple of different attractions up here in Orange County. We have uh, Medieval Times that's up in this area. So if you like that kind of stuff, there's also a Pirates one that's similar to that. So, I mean, there's so many different things you can do in the way of recreation. And then finally, in the way of holidays, I don't know if there is any specific days that we get off exclusive to the state of California, but there is um, a holiday that's named after someone here in California and that's Cesar Chavez. Um, And for those who don't know, Cesar Chavez was a, uh, a a organizer. Uh, uh, He was a, um, a person who helped to get uh, rights for, uh, the Latino community, uh, workers specifically, um, in order to help them. Um, and that really made a difference in their lives. And so that's celebrated here in California. Um, but I don't think it's a day off that we, that we necessarily get it, but it is one of those things that we do, we do recognize. So. Yeah. And I will say, even though, you know, in California, we're known for sunshine, we still get in the holiday spirit. So, you know, it, it is, it is still festive and everything when you're out here. Yeah, exactly. And we and we definitely try to make the most of it. Um, now, in terms of the population of the state of California, um, we are, like, you can see from the red on this. By the way, if you're listening on the podcast, please join us on our YouTube channel as well. We You can see all the wonderful pictures that we host here. Um, but as you can see, as we get along the coastline, there are certain areas of the coast that are just that are huge in terms of population. Um, I'm circling the greater Orange County, Los Angeles area. And as you can see, that's just a massive amount. 
Um, Dahlia, you're in San Diego where I'm circling right now. Yeah, San Diego, I think county is like 3 million. Yeah. It's, it's big. Yeah. yeah. Um, overall, in fact, just to give people perspective, the overall population of the state of California, and hold on to your seat for this one, is 40 million people. 40 million. It is insanely huge. We are the fifth largest economy in the world. We are larger than Great Britain in terms of our economic capacity. And so when California makes some huge decision, it will have a significant impact, not just within the United States, but globally. For a lot of for a lot of opportunities here, as we get into Northern California, this area along the coastal region, that's San Francisco and the Bay Area, up in here, right near it, that's Sacramento and more on the inland area, and as we get down here, I believe that's either Stockton or Fresno in that area here, I think. But yeah, there's there's a huge number of things uh, as we as we get into this area. This is more of the agricultural region. This is the wine country. Um, these are the deserts out in this area here, and then up in this area as we get closer to Oregon, you're going to see the like Redwood National Forest and some of the mountains and and different national parks within that area. Now, in terms of the economy, um, so there's, we have some massive companies here in the state of California. Concentrics, uh, Taco Bell, Disney, Apple, Safeway Corporation, Gap, and all of its subsidiaries. Kaiser Permanente is our healthcare provider or one of the many, many healthcare providers out here. Intel and Synex are huge within the state of California. In terms of the San Diego area, what, were, what are some of the major economic groups that are in your area? Yeah, San Diego, um, uh, biotech is really huge, um, pharmaceutical companies. Um, communications? Communications, yeah, we have Qualcomm, Qualcomm's here, massive. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of everything, but also uh, it kind of ties into like the food and drink. San Diego, for whatever reason, has become a massive kind of hub for craft beer. So a lot of that beer that you're probably drinking is coming out of San Diego. It's massive. Um, and what else? Um, oh, military. Yeah. So oh, yeah. San Diego is a, a huge, huge, huge military town. So, you know, we've got uh, the Navy, we've got Air Force. Um, it's It's huge. And so if you're here in San Diego, you either have someone in your family that's connected to the military or you know someone um, that's connected to the military. So that is a big influence here in San Diego. It's really interesting. As we as, as we'll drive from, say, for example, from where I'm at in Orange County down to where you're at in San Diego, it's so interesting because we have these, we're, you and I are both part of these mega metropolis areas. San Diego being a huge you know, a city county on its own, and then you get into the Orange County, Los Angeles metro, and that's huge also. But between us, there's almost like this. I mean, there's like smaller towns, but it's really kind of. I'm really surprised it's not more well developed along the coastline. Um, but again, there's some areas that are a little bit more difficult to to get through, and so uh, they, I, don't, I just don't think they've been either developed or they've been owned, and they really haven't been overly developed, which leads us, of course, into uh, the transportation corridors. <clears throat> now, we have a major train system that goes down California. Uh, what was the name of that? Do you know? Um, so we have the Amtrak system that goes through California. Um, 
we have like in San Diego, there's different lines. So we have like the Pacific surf liner that will go along the coast all the way from uh, San Diego to, I think it's San Luis Obispo. So it's like a six, six ish hour trip. Um, mm -hmm from here up, up, up north. Um, but yeah, the Amtrak, if you wanna you know, take the Amtrak, you can do that. Also here in San Diego, we have a trolley system. So the trolley system will take you east and south. So it'll actually take you right to the border of Mexico. So if I wanna hop on the trolley right now, in 25 minutes, I'll be at the Tijuana border um, and you just walk over. Uh, so there's different ways to get around, but car is the number one <laughs> Californians just love their cars yeah well, cars are gonna be your number one kind of source of transportation yeah it's one of those things you kind of have to be comfortable to drive in the state of California but our highway system yeah. is actually pretty robust and yeah. it's not like two-lane highways where you'll get in some of those states where it's you know very difficult to get beyond some cars there's like the 405 freeway the five freeway those are two of the largest freeways in the world and those things have eight lanes and more in some locations. So it's very... They're huge. Yeah, it's, it's very... And although as you get closer to some more congested areas like Los Angeles, they will have massive amounts of traffic, which is ironically called rush hour. Um, so, but it's one of those things where you just, you know, there's so much traffic on these freeways. It's just, it's, it's difficult to transpose. Um, apart from that, we also have some of the major airports here on the West coast, international airports. Um, up in my area, we have Los Angeles international airport um, up in Northern California. There's San Francisco, International Airport again, major airports down in your, your area. San Diego is pretty sizable, correct? Yeah, we have San Diego International. There's some smaller um, kind of private airports, but San Diego International is the the main one. Yep. And then in terms of the ports, there's uh, there are cruise ports. Uh, we have some uh, in the Los Angeles and Orange County areas, Long Beach and San Pedro. Uh, as yeah. you get in San Francisco, you have uh, cruise ports there. And then San Diego has some as well. Yeah, we do. Excellent. And then in terms of uh, tourism, we already noted some of those things as well. Uh, I do want to touch base on the BART system up in Northern California. BART is the... Um, public transportation system that's up in the San Francisco area and within the environment around there, it's actually pretty reliable. And there's a lot of people who are very happy with it. Um, in the Los Angeles area, we don't really have so much in the way of reliable public transportation, unfortunately. Um, we have the red line, the blue line, the green line, the yellow line. Um, but they're very... They're very centralized to just the Los Angeles area. They don't go much further beyond that. Um, so unfortunately, it seems like a missed opportunity, but I know that we're looking at a high-speed rail system as well. Um, so I think we're looking for funds on that, and I think that's actually been possibly funded. Uh, but again, we're just looking for people to take part in the development of that. And so that's one of those things that's a little bit of a challenge. Um, now, in terms of government within the state of California, for the last, I would say, probably 15 or so years, maybe 20 years, it's been pretty reliably blue and on a federal level um, with small pockets of red, although those are starting to disappear, I'm noticing. Um, like Orange County, where I'm located at, had been the Republican bastion for many, many years. It was a conservative bastion for, for some time. And now it's gone completely blue. And for the last couple of election cycles. It has been very strongly blue. Uh, I would say mostly with a, large of the, a lot of the major population centers, um, 
specifically the cities, they will tend to skew blue. Uh, but you also have areas where there are some conservative areas in California, like Stockton, Fresno, Riverside, um, that tend to lean more conservative. Um, how is San Diego? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, San Diego, for the most part, I would say is pretty liberal, although there are some areas that are a little bit more conservative. So I think depends on like the part of San Diego that you're in. Uh, if you go a little more east, um, it's probably going to be a bit more conservative or, or red, like you're saying. Um, I, I remember after the election, I was looking at a map of like uh, the results. Mm-hmm. And it's blue all the way until you get to like those top four cities in the state of California. That that was it. Um, so it is pretty liberal. Yeah. I think, you know, we're known for that. Yeah, exactly. But we have a huge population center too. And that's, yeah. that's kind of important in, in the grand scheme of things with 55 electoral votes. Uh, now in terms of resources, our natural resources depend on where you're at in the state of California. As I said, California is a huge place. So as we get into Northern California, you tend to have water and lumber as a huge thing up in the state of California North. In Southern California, however, um, oil, natural gas, those are the things here in Southern California that tend to be predominant. And it's kind of interesting because we'll sometimes get into conflict with Northern California about water reserves. And sometimes Southern California will be in a drought, whereas Northern California will have an ample supply of water and they just don't want to send it down to California, Southern California. So we'll just get our runoff water from Colorado. And that's, it's funny. It's sometimes that we just, we get into some bickering matches and it's just so ridiculous, but um, any other things that I'm thinking or that I'm, that I'm leaving out in terms of natural resources. I mean, obviously we have the grown resources like grapes, obviously throughout the wine region. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, it's probably more of like the agriculture. Um, but yeah, I think I think you covered it. Yeah, and the place where I live is Orange County, and it, it got its name because of the oranges and just a huge amount of that within the area before the aerospace industry moved in. Um, now, in, ter- in terms of education, California is one of the largest in the in all of the United States. Um, we have. I was talking with I was talking with you a little bit before we started recording. It really does focus on really four main segments within the state of California. You have the UC system, you have the Cal State system, you have the, um, you know, uh, private college system, and then you have the community college system, which I am aware is either second or first largest community college system within the entire United States with close to 144 community colleges in just the state of California, which is massive. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, like, how are things done in the San Diego area? Yeah, same. I mean, we have a pretty big community college system, um, and it's growing. I mean, I think cost-wise, you know, California is already expensive. So when yeah. you have education choices, going to community college, you know, is, is financially uh, makes sense for a lot of people. Um and then, yeah, here in San Diego, like our, our big institutions are going to be uh, San Diego State, uh, 
UC, uh, UCSD, which is the University of California, San Diego. That's going to be your big research school. And then uh, my school, University of San Diego, which is a, a private Catholic institution. Um, but there's lots of choices. You're going to have lots of like, you know, the smaller institutions um, in there. Uh, but those are, I would say, like the larger ones. Yeah. And here where I'm located at in Orange County, I would say probably the largest ones are um, UCI, Cal State Fullerton, uh, Cal State Long Beach is just a little bit north of us. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I work for uh, Brandman University, which is a division of Chapman University, or uh, it's part of the Chapman University system. Um, so, and we've known each other for at least 20 years now, it seems, or close to it. Um, we both worked in, you know, a number of colleges. And so it's been one of those things where we've had the opportunity to network and, and, and coordinate. I would say the literacy rate in the state of California is actually exceptionally high. Um, we, we don't really have a lot of issues. I mean, certainly we're always looking for um, money for the education system and uh, the K-8 system always can use more resources. Um, but literacy has not been one of those issues that we've found is a big problem within the state of California. I'd say uh, it falls into like the 95 plus percentile range, um, whereas some places are low, much lower than that. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely if you know if you're looking for a reliable education system, California has one of the largest in this in the entire country. And then in terms of safety and security, um, I know that we've had situations where we've had in the past. Um, riots. Um, we've had riots in Compton. We've had riots in uh, Los Angeles uh, after the Rodney King incident. Uh, you know, we've had we've had issues like that. Uh, but in terms of foreign domestic, and, and I mean, obviously, you know, there's been, you know, with, with, with the population of the size that we have, uh, you're going to have things like drug trafficking. You're, you'll have things like um, murder, unfortunately, from time to time. Um, we've had a couple of famous uh, you know, um, not mass murders, but um, what do you call it? Uh, serial killers that <laughs> have been in the state of California. Um, yeah, I mean, but apart from that, like anything that I'm, I'm not thinking about here? I mean, here in San Diego, it's it's fairly, I would say it's, you know, it's, it's safe. Uh, there's, you know, anywhere you live, there's always going to be little pockets here and there, but overall it's a really safe uh, place to be or a safe place to visit. I will say though, the one kind of major issue that we're dealing with that's growing is um, homelessness. So yeah. um, I think there needs to be a better handle on like, you know, addressing homelessness. And if you visit, there's going to be certain areas, like if you go downtown, that you it, you see it a bit more. Um, but it is it is growing, so it's definitely an area that needs to be, uh, I guess, addressed a bit a bit better. Yeah, and then of course um, you have it, because we're so close to Mexico. Uh, sometimes you have situations where people get their cars stolen, and the they will take them into the Mexico area. You know, once once it crosses the Mexican border, you pretty much lost your car because they'll they'll take it to a chop shop down there, and it will be dismantled in ten minutes or less. Uh, so uh, it's unfortunate, but that that sometimes does happen. Um, but moving into a more positive note to end this conversation on. Dahlia, when thinking about California, let's say I let's say I am living somewhere in the Midwest and I have a I have a, I have a round trip ticket to go to California for a week. Why would I want to go to California? I think I think if you are looking for adventure and um, 
you know, just diversity and just being in a in an environment that's really eclectic, like that, you know, you, you want to come here. Um, there's a little bit of everything. There's something for everyone. So depending on what you want to do, what you want to see, how you want to spend your time and your money, like there's something for everybody. And Californians are friendly, you know. Uh, you just spark up a conversation with someone. They would love to tell you where to go, local places to hang out, to eat, to shop, um, you know, all of that. And so I think, yeah, if you're, if you're looking for, for nature, you want to be outdoors, it's, it's a great place. If you're looking for, like uh, Scott, you were saying, you know, arts and culture, it's great. So, you know, there's so many great reasons to come and visit. Absolutely. So, Dahlia, I want to thank you so very much for taking the time to spend with me. Um, I, I know you've been in California as long as I have, and it's been one of those things where it's like, I, I'm so proud of my state, and I really enjoy talking about it. Um, I, I to the point where I decided to come back here in order to retire. I absolutely love the state so much. As I, I, I will remark with exactly what you said. There's everything you could possibly want here. It's, it's a wonderful place to call home. And at the end of the day, some of the best sunsets I've ever seen. So yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so again, thank you so much for sharing your time with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Now for my students that are out there, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to let me know by sending me an email at scott at theprofessortravel.com. If you're on YouTube and you want to be notified when new videos go up, hit that bell icon right above us here. If you haven't already done so, please feel free to subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything and it helps out the channel. And then if you like this content and you want to see more of it, please give me a thumbs up. I certainly appreciate it. But if you are listening to me on the podcast, please feel free to rate us and review us. We really appreciate the feedback. So until next time, I am the Professor Travel and make every day a travel adventure. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye now. The Professor Travel is a broadcast from Orange County, California. A transcript of each podcast may be requested by contacting the Professor Travel at his website, theprofessortravel.com. For opportunities to work with the Professor Travel, feel free to contact Scott at theprofessortravel.com or contact us through YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook at The Professor Travel or Twitter at the Professor TR1. Make every day a great day to have a travel adventure.